Hi guys, what's up? I'm Christina from Zomondo. Welcome to Zomondo Talks. My today's guest is going to be Michael Mayer, who's the founder and chief idea officer at Cartology. Let's say hi. I'm here today with Michael Mayer. He's living in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he's the chief idea officer at Cartology, formerly known as uh, Matters of the Cart. But uh, I think you recently went through a rebranding phase, right? Yes, that is correct. We, uh, I'd originally started the company back in 2010 as an e-commerce uh, business and around 2016 made that transition into doing freelance and consulting work and then started the agency and, and started to grow from there. Um, and that rebrand, rebrand really just, I think, embodied the work that we're doing a little bit better uh, kind of upped the the profile of the business and really spoke to the idea of growing brands on Amazon versus just, you know, doing a project here and a, and a project there. We're really trying to be as full service uh, as possible. That sounds very good. Um, it was exciting. Exactly? It was almost like a new kid being born in a way. Some, <laughs> just something changing from one thing into, into the next and seeing people's response from that. It was, uh, it was, it was a very positive response, which is cool. So. That's good. I'm happy for you. I'm happy. I'm happy that works out. But what I'm interested is, uh, in is what exactly does a chief idea officer do? Like I've, I've never read that, uh, title before. So I'm curious. The, um, the branding guy that I was working with came up with the name chief idea officer. And it's really just a different way of saying CEO, um, so it's, it's not, I don't know if it's really that intriguing, but it's a little bit different. And I think the point is not just that I'm the founder or the originator of the company. Um, but I'm really trying to get us all to, to work as a team. It's just a, you know, a leadership role is really what it is, but I'm glad that it stuck out a little bit. Yeah, it does. I think, uh, differentiating a little bit is always good and always to be like uh, a little bit different from the others, uh, which brings me directly to my next question. What would you say differentiates Cartology from other agencies? Like if I was an Amazon seller, why should I choose you and not another agency? Yeah, it's a great question. And I actually really enjoy answering that. I would say the main thing that differentiates us is our mission statement. So our mission statement is super simple. It's to serve. And the way that we serve others is by helping them grow their brand on Amazon. Uh, but we want people to be profitable because we want them to succeed. Uh, we base our success in our cost structure with clients. Uh, so when they succeed, we succeed. Um, and if they're hurting, then we're also hurting in a way. Um, and so we want them to succeed and we want them to, to last a long time as well. We're about the long game. Absolutely. So uh, when it comes to doing things that are outside of Amazon's terms of service, we always recommend to not do that. Uh, people want to get a short-term gain, but they're sacrificing the longevity of their account. Uh, so Blackout is not an option for you? Never, never an option. Um, and, and I know that it can be tempting for people sometimes. Even when there's gray areas, we, we really are saying it's just best to you know, be around and not be one of those people that there's gray area where Amazon could say, yeah, you, you did this and you weren't supposed to do that. Uh, just play by the rules. 
Uh, I'm a big believer that nice guys don't or nice ladies don't finish last. Um, I believe that's a, that's a big core of what we do is, is in the culture of our uh, agency is treating each other with respect, treating our clients with respect, helping when we can. Um, not everything's about the almighty dollar. We obviously want to be profitable as a business, uh, but we want to give. But yeah, we're, we're absolutely about, uh, you know, building a solid relationship with them. And like I said, we want to be profitable. So in our pricing structure, we often get a percentage of, of sales. Um, if, if a client is, is getting great sales, you know, we're getting that, we're getting that item or that, that part of the business that's helping us to, to be profitable as a brand. Um, so, we, you know, we're, we partner in that sense as well and not just, you know, Hey, hand over, you know, this much money each month and we'll see if we get your results or not. Like we want you to get results. We want you to be successful. About the pricing structure, you say that you're also involved like in the success of your clients that means you work partly on commission or solely on commission how does it work it really depends upon the business uh, most of the times we have a flat rate retainer that helps us cover our costs uh, and then the percentage of sales is um is uh something that helps us to be to be profitable but yeah that's that's typically how we structure if you're a more established business um, and we're looking to, to grow your, your business. Um, we're, we're pretty flexible on that. Like we want it to be equitable on both sides. So we want you to feel like we're a partner, but we also don't want you to feel like, uh, you know, we're just out to, to raid your pocketbook either. I was going to ask like, who's your typical client? So at first I thought maybe you're more for there for the beginners, but now it sounds like you're also working with advanced businesses. So I've done work for individuals. Uh, that have a brand or that have a business and maybe um, are kind of just starting out. And if anything, I'm happy to just, I've had a lot of great people invest in me. They didn't, you know, ask for a, a dime from me, but they built into me like my accountant. Um, he's an incredible dude. He'll meet me for a beer and yeah, he does my taxes, which is kind of a necessary evil, but he has helped me to be a better entrepreneur, to be a, a better business owner. Um, and I'm just so thankful to have him in my life. So if there are people that are out there and they're just kind of getting started, that's not really my, or Cartology's ideal client, but I'm happy to help those people out. Like if you're watching this right now and you just have a couple questions and you're, you're wanting to get started or, you know, you're still new in the venture, reach out. I'm happy to, to, to share the wealth of knowledge that's there. Um, what would you say was your best moment during your time at Cartology or Matters of the Cart because Cartology is like a baby. So it's really- Yeah, weird. yeah, it is a baby. <laughs> um, there have been some, some, some big wins for me, I think. Um, I remember when I had first started selling, uh, I was growing this business on eBay while I was working a full-time job. And I was also uh, teaching music lessons too. I just hated the full-time job that I was at. And so I was so desperate to get out. Uh, and it was a very difficult time, but it was a, a year's time of where I was able to say, hey, this business is successful. I can now do this and, and you know, be an entrepreneur, be a, an e-commerce seller full time, which is great. And I think if for anyone out there that is, is getting started or is interested, I'd say find a way to get started without having to bring in an income for yourself because you can make a couple mistakes in the beginning and you're not so reliant upon uh, that money to, to pay your bills. Uh, sometimes, you know, maybe it's, it's not an option. I know that's kind of different in the startup world. You, 
you get money from investors, but I've always been bootstrapped. Uh, so I, I had to do that in a way. And, um, but I would say a great moment was when I was able to leave and then was able to start selling on Amazon. Cause I'd always thought, okay, you know, once I get around to it, then I can do that. And that quickly became, you know, 70% of my uh, sales. Uh, and that was a really, really exciting time. So I do remember that. And I would honestly say just even this past year with Cardology has been huge. We have made a lot of structural changes. We are, you know, creating processes from scratch to, to benefit our business and to automate and get certain things in a routine as much as possible so that the things that need a real human touch like advertising strategy or um, marketing aspect of your brand on Amazon and representing that, we're able to, to give that human touch. So I'm kind of most excited about what I'm doing at this very moment. There's also been seeds that we've been planting that I'm starting to see come to fruition as well. And that's, that's, a, cool, uh, that's a cool place to be. Definitely is. What was your worst moment then? I, you know, I'd say the probably one of the worst moments was what felt like the worst moments at the time was when I was going through that transition from seller to agency. So many unknowns. Uh, and I just felt really trapped. And one of the things I realized, there's a couple things. One was my success as a business was where I had invested my worth as a person. Um, so, you know, and, and then even looking back, I was just talking with my wife about this and she was like, even when things were going well, you were kind of like, oh, this isn't, I'm not doing this right. Or, you know, you were still really stressing about stuff. Um, and that was a, a tough period because I really realized on a personal level that I was trying to make my path exactly what I felt like it needed to be instead of allowing, um, allowing God to say like, you need to just like, let go, do the work, but like, there's a plan that's in place. Don't try and, and figure everything out. And that was a huge, it was, a what felt painful at the time, but I'm so glad that it happened because just as, as a, you think about a, you know, an artist or, or, or a potter, anyone that is having to create something, uh, there's a period of uncertainty where maybe you don't know exactly where you're going. Um, you know, sometimes you're a piece of metal uh, that's being hit with a hammer and that doesn't feel great if you're that piece of metal. I mean, if you, you know, if you're about it from a <laughs> metaphorical standpoint, um, I don't actually believe that pieces of metal have feelings, but you're being battered and shaped into the thing that you're going to be. And you may not know what that thing is, um, but you trust that it's something that's purposeful and that is going to have an impact. Uh, so that, that was one of my worst, but also one of my, one of my best times too, looking back because it was so difficult, but it was so pivotal for me too. And I think, I think anyone who believes, uh, or is chasing after happiness in their life, uh, I think you're going to always lose because happiness is an emotion. Emotions are fleeting you, I don't know how I always end up on more philosophical stuff. Maybe that's just my, <laughs> my personality, but if you're, if you're going and you're chasing after that, you're, you're chasing after something that doesn't exist. You have to learn to be fulfilled in the tough times and in the happy times and just getting things continually handed to you doesn't build character and character is what no. outlasts everything. Yeah, I, I think so too.
But I think it's nice that you're so uh, philosophical. What's the word? What's the English philosophical. word? Philosophical. Philosophical. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that because that means that you reflect a lot, um, which is what I want you to do now. Reflect a little. If you could hire a famous person to work for your company, who would that be and why? Famous person. Um... How how famous? Could it be like a really well-known famous person or could it be like a semi-famous person? It could be anyone. Anyone in the whole world. It can also be semi-famous. Okay. Man, if I could hire someone, I would want to hire... I'm, I always believe that you can teach some, some skills, um, but I want someone that's got a good personality. The, I'll just say the first person that came to mind. Um, I would want to hire Charlie Day. He is in It's All Sunny in Philadelphia. And he just geeks me out on that show so hard. <laughs> and it's so funny. I know a lot of people, there are a lot of shows that I like that some people are like, oh, that's, you know, that's a really annoying show. Like there was a show back in the early 2000s called The Andy Milanakis Show. People might remember it, but it was this guy that he was in his mid 30s, but he looked like he was a late teenager. Um, and he would just go and prank people. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I would maybe, I guess, Charlie Day is the, is the person that I would pick. I, I would want to hire him to um, be funny and crazy. And hopefully he would, he would also get some work done too. <laughs> I don't know if productivity is the, the number one thing that would happen. But yeah, I guess that's, that's who I would pick. Um, I'm already at my last question. Okay. Can you give three tips uh, to any Amazon seller out there? Three tips that come to your mind. Yes. So the first, I have one in my head. Um, I guess the first thing I would say is just consume as much information as you can. So read a lot. Um, you know, if you, if you, I don't really do well working and listening to podcasts. I've done it before, but um, it's not something I, I regularly do. But if, you know, if any way you can consume information, uh, and, and apply that to your business, then I think that's, um, that's definitely going to help you. The second thing I would say is to really get comfortable with the data that you have available to you. And uh, I never really consider myself much of a data person, but the more that I interact with it, the more I realize that I am because you, I find myself really digging deep and saying, okay, like, again, the philosophical part, like, what does this mean? So I see that a product, I was just talking about this with someone on my team earlier, there's a product, it's getting a lot of um, impressions, and it's getting clicks, but it's not getting sales in an advertising campaign. And so we talked about, that tells me that the, the keyword is, is relevant to people, but there's a reason they're not converting. And so that leads me back to what does a listing look like? What are some issues that we're seeing there? So I'd say get comfortable with that data and, and reading that and turning it into a helpful strategy for you. And the last thing I would say is experiment. Don't be afraid to experiment. There are new you know, advertising targeting methods that have come out. Um, I don't know that anyone is an expert on those because uh, they're so new, but don't be afraid to experiment, you know, test, test, uh, when it, especially when it comes to advertising, start an auto campaign. If it, you've made some changes to it and it, and it doesn't really get you the result you want, stop it and try again. 
experiment with different things and don't be afraid to test stuff. Uh, you know, if you have a listing that is really performing well sales wise, you know, maybe, maybe leave that alone while you tinker with, with some other stuff. Uh, but if you like, feel like something could be better, it probably could. So experiment, you know, give it a little bit of time, test new, new copy for two weeks and then go back and collect data, uh, and, and determine, you know, what it's telling you, um, and, and let that help be your guide. I mean, you won't know really, unless you try, a lot of people want to know what's the market and how big is this, um, and how well is this going to perform? And we can give you as many estimates as we want, but we just won't know until it's actually on the market and we see people respond. And experts are only becoming experts because they try also. So Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I've said that I'm an Amazon expert before, and I know that I have a very uh, high level of knowledge on the platform. Um, but, you know, we're, I mean, is anybody really an expert? Um, may, maybe. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying things out that are new and we're just, I think, you know, getting a handle on some of the, the newer things that are out there. And yeah, you, you won't know unless you actually try it. So, you know, give something a try and then review the data to see what it tells you. Okay, perfect. Uh, is there anything else that you want to get out before we finish? Um, I, would, I would say to people, don't let circumstances determine your, or deter you from your focus. Um, you know, figure out what that means for you. But, you know, if you're focused on something, continue to be persistent. You can't choose when things are going to pay off. All right, guys, thanks for watching. That was my interview with Michael Mayer from Cartology. You can find his listing and hundreds of other service providers who specialize in helping Amazon businesses from all around the world on sermano.com. You can check it out. I put the link in the description. Have a nice day.